Hi guys, I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And we are here recording Lost in the Woods. Today we are covering the cases of three young children that vanished in the woods of Arkansas and the mystery surrounding their disappearances. The first case that we're going to talk about is Charles Warren. And on December 20 of 1935, so December 20th, this is like right before Christmas. This is like cold time. Yeah. In Hot Springs, Arkansas, Charles Warren was two years old when he would go missing just five days before Christmas. Charles's dad, Harold, walked into the woods on their family property in Hot Springs to cut down a Christmas tree for their family home. And when he came back, young Charles had vanished. The family thought that maybe he had followed his dad into the woods without anyone realizing it. Kind of terrifying. As Charles was prone to wandering off and had disappeared multiple times that year already. I think this is something like the third time that he's just kind of vanished. This two-year-old. He just like wanders off. Put your kid on a leash. Don't put your kid on a leash. Why? If your kid's running away. <laughs> get, put him on a runner. Just get like a dog runner. Put they have like that. handheld ones. <laughs> that like I see a lot of paranoid moms Yeah, but they're like TikTok. at their house. They're at their home. How do you have your kid on a leash at home all the time? Like you said, put him on a runner. You cannot put your child on a dog runner. Don't let your kid outside. <laughs> oh my God. Keep your kid in the house. Eyes on. Uh. They would search the house and find no sign of him. Law enforcement would be called in, and they, along with more than 100 Coast Guard, would scour the woods for Charles. The search would be urgent as the temperature would drop to freezing that night. But searchers would find no sign of the little boy. About 24 hours after he went missing, Charles would walk into a neighboring farmhouse four miles away where he told the owner of the house that he would like his father. He would be rushed to the hospital where he was given oatmeal and promptly fell asleep, but seemed to be in good health and had nothing to say about his time in the woods. So four miles for a two-year-old is quite a distance. I feel like. Not for what we've seen kids do. I know. We have seen... We've seen kids do some crazy shit. When you think about the energy level that a kid has, yeah. the panic, you know how fast a little fucking kid can run? You ever had... A two-year-old, though? You ever had, a, like, a running... Like, a runner. Like, a two-year-old runner. This isn't the first time he's gotten away. True. He's probably a runner. So next we have Florence Jackson. So on September 6th of 1937, we are in 1937. Yeah. Well, our last one was 35. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, so this is in Oak Grove, Arkansas, and about 23 miles from where Charles Warren disappeared. Four-year-old Florence would go missing on September 6th when she was visiting family with her parents. So on Monday afternoon, her and her parents would go to a wooded area where Florence and her grandfather would walk into the woods and visit an abandoned sawmill. So about halfway there, Florence complained about a blister on her foot from her new shoes. So she wanted to go see her parents who were out the car. And at this point, she just like turned and ran in that direction. Right. Mm -hmm. But 
Florence never made it to the car. And when her grandfather returned without her, they would call the police. More than 700 searchers would scour the woods for four days. Her shoes and stockings would be found the following day, and a scrap of her blue dress was found snagged on a briar bush. And they would also find some children's footprints. Yeah, near the area where the shoes and... Yeah, where all this stuff is found. It's all found in, like, the same vicinity. According to the Joplin Globe on September 9th, Shoes and stockings of the little girl were discovered late Tuesday afternoon by searchers, within a half mile from where she was last seen. Tonight, however, no further trace of her has been found. The stockings were found on the side of a high ridge and were about 15 yards apart, Morris said. So Morris is the sheriff. Down the mountain, on another high ridge, a quarter mile away, was where her shoes were found. And Sheriff Morris would say, I believe she is alive, but finding her will be like finding a needle in a haystack. That country is the roughest you can imagine. Not to mention that heavy rain makes things more difficult, and that was the weather. Yeah. It sounds like none of these happened during good weather time, for sure. So four days after Florence went missing, late on September 10th, And seven miles away, a farmer was outside when she heard someone calling to her. And when she looked around, she would find a little girl on the other side of her creek. She was naked and her hair was full of burrs and her body was covered in scratches. She was holding a tomato in one hand and a handful of sheep sorrel in the other. She said that she didn't think she could cross the creek and could the lady come over and get her. The farmer would wade into the creek in order to retrieve the little girl. She took her into her farmhouse and called the police. She would be taken to the hospital where she was found to be relatively healthy and police wondered if she had actually been abducted and then left near the farm or escaped. But they could never get that information out of her. Florence told police that she had eaten wild grapes, tomatoes, and sheep sorrel, which is a flowering plant in the buckwheat family, by the way. I had to look it up. When asked why she wasn't wearing any clothes, she said that her dress and bloomers became wet, so she took them off. And we can probably assume that she took her shoes and socks off because of her blister, or because they got wet as well. She said that she had slept on or inside a log one night. She said that she climbed a tree and slept on a flat rock, where she said she caught a cold and called for her mother to come. She said that she hid in the woods when she saw two strange men, which were probably searchers. So she's just like out there for four days. Mm -hmm. Was it four days? She's just out there for four days with no clothes on because they found her dress and her socks. They found that stuff like the next day. So she's just naked running around the woods for four days eating tomato and plants. Mad respect. And some wild grapes, too. But there are people that believe that she was taken from the area that she disappeared, but she never indicates anything like that. She literally said, I was eating food. Yeah, she was busy eating. I hid from some guys that I saw that was scary. Can you... I wonder... I do wonder how often that happens with small children, where they actually, like, see people that are searching for them but are too scared to like come out Mm -hmm. or to say something yeah now 
of the three cases, this third case probably has the most varied opinions about what happened on it. Because there are some that believe all of these children went missing or were lured away from where they were. Could it be supernatural? Could it be somebody took them and then put them back? Could it be whatever it might be? Because I think it's really hard for people to understand when a child goes missing in the woods and they survive for days on end where a grown-ass adult going missing in the woods sometimes doesn't make it through the night. Yeah. Kids are resilient. No kidding. You ever watched a little kid, like, fucking hit their head or something? They bounce back. Okay, and then we have Catherine Van Alst, who on June 16 of 1946 in Washington State Park in Arkansas, near West Fork in Devil's Den State Park. And this is about 218 miles from where Florence Jackson disappeared and about 172 miles from where Charles Warren disappeared. So this one's a little further away. This wilderness is a 2,500-acre wilderness where people flock to go hiking, camping, horseback riding, and there are numerous sandstone caves, bluffs, ravines, rock shelters, and crevices. So this area has some pretty dense forest in it. So on June 16, the Van Alst family would leave their home in Arkansas for a family vacation. They drove to Devil's Den State Park in western Arkansas, where they had rented a cabin. After unpacking, John took the three kids, Jean, who's 13, Bobby, who's 11, and Catherine, who is 8, to nearby Lee's Creek, where he wanted to show them a small dam called Devil's Den Dam. The dam sat at about 1,000 feet of elevation. So we're not super high up, but 1,000 feet. When they got there, the children started playing in the water and Catherine allegedly fell into a deep pool where it is said that a woman helped her out and told her not to play in the deep end. And Catherine would go to the overflow of the creek below the dam where there were several large boulders. And this would be the last time that anyone saw Catherine this day. So around 2.30 p.m., she's seen playing around these boulders And then she's gone. Her brothers realized that they hadn't seen her for a bit and they called for their dad, who immediately began looking for her and quickly was joined by others because there's other people around this area. This is like right next to a camping or right next to a campground. This is like right next to a campground where there's cabins, where there's tent sites, where there's people camping. So there's lots of other people around. They would call for Catherine, but there was no response. And her dad thought that maybe she had gone back to the cabin, which was described as a stone's throw away from the creek. But Catherine was not there. They would notify park officials and a large-scale search would begin. They would conduct a meticulous, methodical search of the area covering several square miles. But concern mounted quickly as she was wearing only a bathing suit when she went missing and didn't even have shoes on. Not good. So this is like a little girl Phoenix's age. Mm -hmm. So on June 18th, searching would focus in on a 16-foot deep 
pool of water beneath the dam as County Sheriff Cap Goley believed that Catherine had been swept down the river. Which isn't crazy, but he'd commented that it was unlikely that the youngster had wandered into the wooded section of the park and that she had apparently drowned. So right away, the person in charge of this search is convinced that Catherine has been swept down river and is not in the woods. So initially, resources are not focused on the woods, which is a dangerous game to play. Mm -hmm. So he ordered the pool down below the dam to be drained, and instead of finding Catherine, it would confirm that she had not ended up in the water. By now, the superintendent of the Arkansas State Park System, William Holman, had responded to the search, and he would start to pour more resources into the woods. He would also state that there is a possibility that Catherine was taken from the area by a passing motorist or other person. So he's now adding back in, you know, she could have gone into the woods, she could be kidnapped, she might not just be dead in the water. Right. So, which, all three of those are very likely likely possibilities, but I think that... Sometimes in a search, it can be dangerous when somebody focuses too much on one. Like, yeah. oh, they were kidnapped. They were taken. Mm-hmm. And pour the resources out of the park, you know, or yeah. all Either into way. the water. Yeah. So the search would last for days with no sign of Catherine. And hope that she would be found alive started to wane. Her dad was actually ordered off the search as he was so exhausted And had to be carried to a nearby camp to rest. And in some reports, it was said that he had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, cannot blame him there. But he wouldn't stop searching, and they actually had to, like, force him to stop. Shit. On Saturday, June 22, day six of searching, a team of searchers were making its way up a mountainside through thick bushes calling for Catherine. When she suddenly appeared in a cave... Here I am, she said in a calm voice, after which she thanked them for finding her. So they're basically hiking up this mountainside, calling for Catherine, calling for her. And she's just like standing there in a cave. And she's like, oh, here I am. I'm right here. That would totally be Phoenix. Are you kidding me? Can you literally imagine, though, being that searcher? Because they're on day six. Six. At this point, your chances of finding this little girl alive are really slim but she's just like can you imagine like hearing a child's voice when you're like out there searching i'm right here especially if you were like a like a you thought she was dead oh yeah i'm sure a lot of these searchers thought that by this point also they are actually really far outside of the search area when they find her i could not find anywhere where it actually explained why they were so far away from the camp Like, from the cabin. One of them probably just had a gut feeling, honestly. Dude, I literally don't know. And they were going uphill. Which is unusual for children to go uphill. But an eight-year-old, like a smart, capable eight-year-old's gonna go uphill. Dude. Are you kidding me? You know what her thought process was? What? If I get up higher, I can see. Maybe. I don't know. The next morning... After Catherine is found, her dad would wake up at the campsite that he had been taken to and was having breakfast when he saw a newspaper that said his daughter had been rescued. 
his wife and the sheriff had been unable to get in touch with him after she had been found. So he, like, legit wakes up. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Reports said that she gave her haggard daddy a big hug and kiss when they were reunited. I can't even imagine. Now, this is the crazy part. This is the part that a lot of people have trouble believing in this case. So this cave was about seven air miles from the campsite. But on the ground, Catherine would have had to take a 30-mile zigzagging course that was about 600 feet higher than where she started and was slightly downstream from the dam. So downstream and then zigzagging all over the place, going uphill at least 30 miles. And this was in harsh and steep terrain. Okay. The Santa Fe New Mexican paper published an article saying she was found about seven miles as the crow flies from the vacationer's retreat where she had set out. But trail-wise, mountaineers believe that she had walked dozens of miles through the forest. Rescuers said that she would have had to have walked between 24 and 36 miles depending on the route she took in those six days. 24, easy. She can do that. Well, especially over six days, right? Yeah. Her feet were described as swollen, and she was covered in bug bites. She's in a bathing suit. Ugh. She also had lots of scratches from briars. The area had been searched thoroughly with dogs twice already. This is the part that I don't understand. So reports say that this area where she was found had already been searched twice. Why are they searching so far from where she went missing? I don't know. What does she say? What does this little girl say? She said that she ate berries, which this particular area had a ton of poisonous berries. And she was not familiar with what you could or couldn't eat. So she either got really, really lucky or doesn't remember getting sick from poisonous berries. Well, if the berries just gave her, like, diarrhea, she could just... She might not even realize that she's, like, like sick. Because, like, a, a little kid... Being a little kid, you might not even understand that getting diarrhea means you're sick, you know? Oh, true. She also says that she slept in warm grass her first night in the woods. She didn't know how she got to the cave, but it did have a running stream, so she had fresh drinking water when she was staying in the cave. But she doesn't remember how long she had been in the cave or exactly how she got there. She doesn't say anything more than that? No. That's all she really can recall from her time in the woods. But she was obviously out in the woods. Her feet are swollen. She has bug bites and scratches all over her. Yeah, I mean, if you were just walking all day, she might have just blocked that shit out. Well, especially if she was, like, cold and in pain and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think just the bug bites might make me block it out. (laughs) She would also say that while playing by the stream, she suddenly couldn't find her dad and brothers. She said that she had called out to people searching for her and calling her name, but she said it was like they couldn't hear her. So she said that she actually called out to people that were calling for her, but 
nobody could hear her. She was in another dimension. She like fell into another dimension. She was stuck in the upside down. Yep. She also said that she saw tracker dogs, but that she was too afraid to approach them. Mm. So she actually That's so sad. Actually, she's actually like just in the woods, seeing people looking for her, seeing the dogs, but she's too scared to go to them. That easily could have cost her her life, mm-hmm. like staying hidden. She was hospitalized for two days and then released in excellent condition. And doctors said that she was suffering from multiple cuts and bruises and had a minor case of shock. So the shock could have for sure caused her to not remember that much. But there are still people that believe she was taken from the creek that day and then released back or escaped from whoever had taken her. I mean, there's a possibility, I guess. That, like, an adult took her to that cave? I feel like she ended up there, though. I feel like she just walked. She's yeah. in shock. She's like, I just, I ate berries. I, I walked. I always... Which she probably didn't even eat that many berries, if we're being honest. Like... Yeah, maybe. I always wonder what makes some kids just, like, keep on walking, and then some kids just, like, sit down and don't go anywhere. Too tired. When they get lost. Just the attitude of a person, I guess. So, yeah. So, there's the kidnap theory, for sure, was a big one, especially in the last case, in the Catherine case. But there's also a little bit of supernatural theories out there. Also, two of these cases, I think two of these cases, were in the Missing 411 book, along with a couple of the other cases that we're going to talk about on Patreon. Okay. And... He seems to lean more on the kidnapped supernatural theory versus, like, they just got lost in the woods. This doesn't sound that strange to me. Maybe, like, uh, whether or not something is helping these children survive that is out in this area, which... Ooh, that's an you interesting know, theory. Um, I think that that's totally possible. I believe that, you know... What her... do you think would be, like, Bigfoot? Or, like, I mean, like something super... Like, give... Uh, what what kind of something? Fairies. Fairies. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Fairies or There like... was um I did see one story on I think it was on the Catherine case where somebody had mentioned the something about the warm grass. Or yeah. was it was it the one before? Which no, one? that was that was Catherine. Was warm that Catherine? Grass? And that there's some sort of like fae thing. That has to do with, like, warm grass. Like, that's, like, a thing. So, I mean, there are a lot of, like, supernatural theories out there. Yeah, because I do mean if there is, like, something out there, you know, if fairies are real or if there is some creature out there, why would they not help? Like, they saw that small child, like... Yeah, that's It it would make sense for them to, like, help them when they see an adult and they're like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not helping you. The fable of the warm grass, too says that if you step into the enchanted grass, then you become disoriented and are lured further into the forest. Yeah, that's what fairies do. Fairies are also like a fae. They, okay. They'll lead traps for people. And I feel okay. like especially children would fall for these traps of what you're supposed to like. If you take the gift from the fairies, because there's, there's also like, I haven't really heard the warm grass luring one, but I've heard like that they'll like put like, they'll be like, plants and they'll like be waving to or, like, like follow them yeah kind of thing like yeah attract like, you to them yeah yeah, yeah kind of okay. like and then once you like accept their gift 
Yeah, I went down a big old Reddit hole on this one when I was, <laughs> when I read, because I read something about the warm grass or whatever, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck is that? So I like went onto Reddit and lost a large portion of my day unnecessarily, I feel like. But <laughs> yeah, so you guys decide, like, supernatural, like, what is your thought? Did these kids just get lost? Did something help them? Were they kidnapped? Did they enter an alternate dimension? I mean, anything's on the table, really, at this point. Honestly. But, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to click over to our bunker talk. Okay, so come and check out our Patreon. We also are on social media. You can message us there. Come and chat with us. Yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. I got a panicked call when I was at the gym. Oh, my God, I got fucking pulled over today. It was like, Mom, Mom, how do I... How do I get my insurance card? I'm like, it's on the app. I can't log into the app. How do I get it? And I'm like, hold on. I'll send you a screenshot of it. Because apparently somebody, when they decided to be an adult and move out, they did not renew their tabs. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, how expired are they? They expired in September. In September? What the fuck? Hey, that's not that long ago. That's so long ago. Not really. You're lucky he didn't give you a ticket. Lucky. Yeah. He he got out of his car so fast, he, like, ran my information and then, like, was immediately out of his car to come back and tell me that he wasn't going to give me a ticket. Well, he, you look, your car looks like a dirty car. So he probably thought, oh... There's definitely somebody with a warrant in this car. I'm going to pull them over because their tabs are expired. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I wasn't even speeding either. He just saw my expired tabs and pulled me over. I wasn't even breaking the you law. Look like, your car looks like a drug dealer car. Yeah, it does. It's dirty as fuck, too. I don't think I've washed it's my so car fucking in dirty. years. Like, actual I don't, years. I haven't looked at the inside for a, a while, but I can't. Okay, I've cleaned the inside more than, a, like, years. The outside, though, when has not been When was the last clean. time you cleaned? When was the last time you vacuumed the inside of your car? In November. Did you actually vacuum it, or did yeah. you pay one of your siblings to do it? No, I no, <laughs> I did it. I did it in those car places. It was really scary because it was starting to get dark out and I was it was really my car. I swear I took them in. No, I guess I'm fuck. You just found out that Madison's not a very good cat mom. Okay. Uh wow. That is a And jump hasn't to taken the boys conclusion. into the vet since they were like four and five pounds. Well, like I took Goose when he was <laughs> injured. But he weighed five pounds. Was it really that long ago? Because how much are they now? Goose is like 13 pounds. Yeah, and exactly. Is like yeah. 17 pounds. Madison's just busy adulting today. I was in a not so it good was area. Mm, not a horrible area, but a really busy area. Like Yeah. I always get nervous when I'm vacuuming my car because the vacuum's so loud and I feel like I wouldn't be able to hear it if somebody came like Yeah. And it was like the sun was setting and I was like Yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm going to get murdered. Well, and I've told the story before of the when I was vacuum, vacuuming out my car, heard footsteps running towards me 
You remember that? No. I was at the, uh, mm. so I was at the gas station vacuuming out my car and I could, I had my music on too. My car was still running, which don't do that. Turn your car off, turn your music off. But I'm like vacuuming out, minding my own business. And all of a sudden I hear these footsteps just like booking up, like running towards me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to be murdered. No, nope. it was some guy running from the police. It was fine. Even better. I was out on a search on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we like searched down this little ridge and crossed like this creek river area. It was a creek technically, if you want to get technical about it. We crossed the creek and we go up this embankment. And there's like... It's pretty dense, and I, like, went like this to, like, the pocket of my bag, and my phone was gone. And I was like, motherfucker, I dropped my phone. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, okay, so I get my Apple Watch out, and I'm like, I'll just ping it. Nope, it says your phone is not connected to your watch. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is my phone not connected? Then I'm like, well, my guy is running right now because we were tracking our search grids so that we could overlay them all. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so if I got to service and I logged into Gaia, could I see where my track ended? Right? Like, where did, where's my phone currently sitting? Would I be able to see that? It sounds like a good idea, but no, apparently you cannot. Like, that information is only on that phone until it's uploaded into, like, saved, stopped, uploaded, and whatever. So it was of no use at all. And we spent a little bit of time looking for it. And then I was like, okay, we can't be looking for my phone. Like, we just need to, like, get back to searching, whatever. We searched for a couple more hours. And then near the end, I'm like, well, let's walk it one more time. Let's go see if we can just, like, find it. Like, you walk where you walked, and I'll flank your left, which is how we were searching initially. So you just, like, walk your path, and I'm just going to, like, follow kind of to the left and see if we can find it. We get to the creek crossing, and there's, like, this log that you have to, like, kind of climb onto and then, like, go across. We're like looking around that area and the person I'm searching with is like, holy fuck, there's your phone. And it was in the fucking creek. So I had to put my arm up to my bicep into the water in order to reach it. That's how deep it was. And not the not the creek, but where the phone was. It was on like this branch. It had landed on this single branch. And if it fell off of that, it'd be gone. I wouldn't be able to get to it because it was so deep there. So I'm like, shit. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to lay down. I'm going to try to grab it without knocking it off the branch. And she's like, no, take off, take off your jacket first. And I'm like, okay. So I take off my bag. I take off my jacket. And then I'm like, I'm going to take off my sweater too. Take off my sweater. She's like, maybe you should take off your shirt. Cause I had like a long sleeve turtleneck on like one of my base layers. And I was like, no, I'm not wearing anything underneath it. I can't take off my shirt. <laughs> and she's like, oh, so I just like fucking, I lay down and I just like jab my arm in as like easily as I can and like just snatch it pull it out my shirt got soaking wet so I'm like okay well you might want to turn around because now I have to take my shirt off so I can put my sweater back on I was cold the rest of the day did not warm back up again because we went and did more searching after that I did not warm up again and I pull out my phone instantly screen lights up type in my password everything's totally fine like literally totally fine did you know iPhones are waterproof yeah I didn't fucking know that. Like water resistant. Oh no, it's fucking waterproof. Up to a certain point. It was in the creek, submerged, that deep, for four hours. People have frozen iPhones for like years. Really? And then had them thaw out and work. Fucking crazy. It's so crazy. 
So I had like a mini panic attack initially because I'm like, well, what's all this shit on my phone that I haven't backed up? Because I don't have everything connected to my iCloud. Like my notepad isn't connected to my iCloud and that has all of my permits for this season. Like everything that I've reserved and like all of the hikes that I'm planning on doing over the summer. Like my backpacking trips, it's got everything on there. And I was like, well, that's gone. Like I'm going to have to go into each reservation system and try to figure out when all my reservations are and shit again. So it worked out. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. The person I was searching with was like, oh, we'll find it. Don't worry. And I was like, we're not going to fucking find it. We're like out in the, we're not on a trail. We're like out in the thick Mm -hmm. forest. You've been out there searching before. And I was like, there's no way we're going to find it. I'm like, Okay, you be optimistic. I'm going to be gloomy over here and, like, I'm going to grieve the loss of my phone and then be done. Yeah, understandable. I probably would have, too. You, you've never backed up your phone? No. Like, on the iCloud? No. Oh, mine's set to, like, automatically do it, but I just don't have everything set up to I do it. I didn't even have my iCloud set up. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> she was like, how long has it been since you backed up your phone? I was like, I haven't. Mm-hmm. She goes on there, my iCloud's not even set up. Oh, my God. Great. Don't you feel relieved now that it's backed up? No, I don't feel any different. Yeah, I have figured you didn't, actually. I don't even you know, know how many phones I don't even I've know lost. why I asked that. What's on here that's so important? Well, I have, like, my pictures. I have, like, yeah, my once they're deleted, Once they're deleted off my phone, I forget they happen. I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> I'm not going to remember those pictures exist. They're gone. Uh, It's like when when Erin has the disposable camera and she's like... And then just throws them away. She's like, it doesn't take very good pictures, but that's okay because I don't really care about remembering this. And then you just throw them away and she like tosses the disposable camera without like actually... Yeah. And in case you didn't catch that, this episode does include children. Dude, mom, I literally said I don't want to do any more with children. I know, I know, I know. Dude. But I think I think that you're going to be okay on this one. I'm tired of hearing about dead kids. Well, would it make you feel better to know that not all of the children die? No, they're still dead kids. <laughs> one dead kid is no different than four dead kids. I disagree. Still a dead kid. I disagree. Dead kids are dead fucking kids. Okay. Stop saying dead kids. I feel like I can't. And what? This guy probably like like I, gets to spend the rest. Whoever did this gets to spend the rest of I his feel life. Like I can't. I can't put that in the podcast. One dead kid. Four dead kids. They're all dead kids. Like it is. So and depressing. you can put it in the podcast because guess what? These people are listening to a podcast about dead kids right now. Okay, you're not. Let's just calm down for a second, okay? Calm down. And what this guy's probably that did this is either like free and had a whole family and a whole life, or he spent like no half of his life in a box. No, he killed himself. No, he's never been found. No, it's one of the kids. It's one of the kids, <laughs> dude. Like one of the kids is like snatching the other kids. We don't even need to do an episode. We're just gonna let Madison like come up with her own story here. Then then what is this one? Well, why don't you calm down and listen? No, I don't Settle want to in. listen. Settle I want to know what happens right now. Settle in. Uh, the three cases that we're covering, the initial three cases that we're covering on this, are children who went missing in the woods but were found. 
alive. Then this episode's not about dead kids. I didn't say it was about dead kids. I said it was about children. Why are we still doing children episodes? For fuck's sake, Madison. Do any of the kids die? Not the three cases that we're covering. Oh, good. So there's still dead kids in this episode. Well, technically, there's like a little mini that we're covering just on our Patreon. Oh. And it's cases that are in close proximity to these three, but it's not. They're not connected. Good. We're doing a mini series on dead kids. (laughs) Even fucking better. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't control that children die sometimes. It's tragic. You control whether or not we talk about the dead kids. Stop saying dead kids. I swear to God. Okay. I guess I don't need to give the precursor about this involves children now. because You already did, and I already (laughs) ruined it. You ruined it. I will ruin everything. (laughs) I will burn this house down right now. Okay. They would search the house and find no sign of him. No, you need to train a dog to make sure that the kid doesn't run away. Like they should have done. Like a dog that, like, just follows them? Yeah. And, like, bites them if they get too far from the house? (laughs) Like, what? Picks them up and drags Drags them back to the house. Yeah, obviously. I like it. I like it. I'm just going to be really unrealistic for this whole episode. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm already annoyed with you right now, so <laughs> you need to stop. I don't think I can. You've interrupted like four times with your Do you know how much caffeine I have drank in today? And yet you didn't bring me any. I didn't what even get to fuck? bring my home. At, I didn't get to bring anything home. I didn't even get a free uh, drink. I got, I got jack shit. I got that salad. I'm very disappointed in you. I'm tired. Do I look tired? I'm fucking tired. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just a fuzz. Is it just a fuzz? Speaking of... God, I thought it was a spider. This spider. <laughs> I found an albino wolf spider inside of my house yesterday. Nope. Nope. He was nope. white. He was like goose. Nope. 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 He was really cute. I liked him a little Oh my gosh. Time. Phoenix has told the tarantula story, my tarantula story, to like a bunch of kids at school. And she said it's so funny when she tells people the story. They're That's always freaking out. so funny. I'm like, so how does that come up? Like, you're just, like, randomly telling them the story of your mom having a tarantula as a kid? And yeah. she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Obviously, mom, why wouldn't you be telling that story? I guess. <laughs> I was always talking in elementary school. Sorry to interrupt. Hi. Um, so, I'm just going to run home. Gracie. Uh, but, mom, we don't have a goalie. What? We don't have a goalie on my lacrosse team. Oh, that's fun. It's not fun. <laughs> well, what do you want me to say? What, do we even what does do? that mean? Do you actually have lacrosse today yeah. still with the snow? What do you mean, what does that mean? We don't have a goalie. Like, yeah, what does it means they're mean? just going to leave the position open and let the other team score as many goals as they want. Dude, someone has to be the goalie. That's well, we don't even have like things that we would, they would, we would need to do. Do an agility test need, at oh, practice no, today and see who's the best at being a goalie. Too. I have a really bad feeling about this team this year. I'm going to literally end my life, Mom. Do I have to go to your games if you guys suck? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we actually won games last year. Really? I'm just kidding. But you don't have a goalie? I'm How mostly does that kidding. Work? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, we don't have a goalie. That sucks. I don't know. I just found out. 
Why don't you be a goalie? You're too aggressive to be a goalie. That's way too much when you want, and it's boring. Being a goalie, you, the, all the equipment is really expensive, and it's really, it's not fun. I don't want to do it. Last year, we had two goalies. Yeah, crazy. Did they both quit because the team sucks? <laughs> no, one went up to high school. He was on the high school team. Okay. 